Crazy. New new settings, you know, new settings, you know, obviously. New surroundings. Uh, that new, new, like I always say. You know, we have to adapt and survive in this society. Adapt or perish. It's, it's like a new, it's like a, you know, when you play in different eras, you know, like the boy LeBron played in, yeah, uh, what, yeah. three different eras now. That but man, the man you love to hate, you hate to love. I mean, he started in Cleveland, went to Miami, back to Cleveland, back to LA. Well, not back to LA, then on to LA. Champion, champion, champion. There's one thing he said that I, I like. I used to like where he said you have to be comfortable in being uncomfortable. Back day in his Cleveland days. Yeah, he said that the second go round, Kevin yeah. Love was yeah. acting up. He said that you have to be uncomfortable. You have to be comfortable being uncomfortable, which is one thing you can take into all parts of your life still, because you know not every time you life is going to be. An easy ride. Of course not. I feel it, it prepares you to be comfortable in chaos or adversity. When those sort of situations arise, you need to be comfortable in order to be able to deal with those sort of situations in, in order to execute what you need to execute in order to be successful. Yeah, it's important, man. Even in the like in your workplace, you know, you're gonna get those times where there's pressure, tight deadlines, pressure, mountains of work, team team that you don't like. You still got to deliver the work, fam. See me. You got to deliver the work. So not only is it in just in sports, but just in real life. Man. I'm adaptable. I'm comfortable many different surroundings. Like I don't even like this fella, but you know, I, I still make it work. I don't like this guy, and you know, every week we have to be here, chatting off, it's true, it's talk true. about stuff. You know, you have to adapt, man. Adapt yeah. and survive, fam. But enough for that. <laughs> so what's your NBA playoff or bubble takeaway? Oh yeah, we're talking about NBA today. Um, what are I gonna say about the bubble, fam? It's it's. It seems like they were there for so long. It was like 90 days? It was so long. Uh, I was hearing that it became such a close-knit group. Mm-hmm. So teams were getting, like, uh, the story I heard was like, do you know when Denver lost to the Lakers? Mm. AD hit the dagger in the game too. Mm-hmm. That man went back to the same hotel. They were seeing the people that just took your heart. You know, it's hard to switch off. So I'm guessing, like, there's some relationships that were formed between guys. Uh, that you didn't expect to. Well, so the NBA is so, going to get even more pally pally. Of course, they're going to get more pally pally. I think from this bubble, yeah, you might see some guys team up in the future. You hear a story like in five or six years' time, like in the bubble, True. I became friends with this guy, and before you know it, I'm playing with this guy. Yeah, isn't that what they said about Kyrie and KD or something like that? It was the US team, the Olympics, it? yeah. But that's, that's the two times the Olymp- uh, guys have been away with the Olympics and it, it's caused it because, you know, I think. LeBron linking up with uh, Boss and Wade. They met up in, it was in 20, was it 2008? Mm-hmm. Oh, and they made sure that their contracts coincided. To be fair, Boss wasn't even supposed to be part of the equation. Supposed to be that boy Melo. Supposed to be Melo, but you know. Not what? me. The original, the OG. You know, Melo got selfish and he forced his way to the Knicks. You know, if Melo had joined those Heat teams, the story would be different. The yeah, story would be different. Could be a champion. I mean, Melo still thought he was that guy. And, you know, you have to know yourself. I mean, self-awareness is so key. You know how good you are, how not good you are. And Melo thought he was that guy. Thought he could still, I don't know, he won him the money, which, of course, I wouldn't knock him for getting it, but he also thought he could lead himself, his team, to a championship. He's not a, a number one in a championship team, unfortunately, unless your number two and three were... Uh, I think Melo would have been a number one. Not on the championship team. Unless, unless uh, you're yeah, not, it, it was not surrounded with great teams, though. Huh? Wasn't someone with great teams. Melo was, Melo was a number one option in his heyday. Let's not lie. He's not a championship number one option. There's part, number one options I can get to maybe conference final or second round. But not, is, not to, is not Melo not better than okay? Two, two. Well, if Melo had a right supporting cast, yeah. if he had a right supporting cast, that could. I mean, unless you get like I said, unless you get number two. For example, two, Paul, Paul Pierce. You get number two. He won a championship and he was a number basically the number one yeah, scoring KG, option. But Paul Pierce still, still committed to defense. I mean, the way Melo could have won a chip in his day, maybe if he had I don't know. Maybe if him and Paul Pierce on a similar tier, they could swap it around and maybe Melo got one up in the finals, got finals MVP. If he's number two, was someone like Clay Thompson. If he's number three, not Jermaine Green. I'd be better than Jermaine Green. I don't know if he's, Jermaine, he's number three was um, maybe a, a, a Jermaine Green tap would be more well, He had a good team with the Knicks that time. They got to the set conference semi-finals. They had Chandler, they had JR coming off the bench. Uh, I know that that New York Knicks team, they didn't have enough They didn't have enough scoring outside of Melo, but he took, the Boston, he took Boston out. He took Boston out. That was a very good Boston team. And I think it's, is it 2011? Is it 2011 or 2012? The what? I think 2012 is when LeBron dealt with him. Might be 2011. Uh, LeBreezy. Uh, LeBron dropped that performance in the Garden. Was it game six? Heat Down 3 2. His Heat legacy on the line. His career legacy on the line. 
Some say that's the best LeBron game ever. You know what I mean? That's where had, that's where that angry face of him, or that serious face of him, all started, started for a minute. <laughs> but anyways, um, did you see the latest news on that boy Giannis? So there's talk that he won't stand the extension. Um, I believe if I'm any player, I won't tie myself down when you have a year left to give yourself the option. So I think it's more of a it's a business it's a more of a business decision more than than him not wanting to be in Milwaukee. Um, from what I've heard from listening around the league and what people have said, is that Yanis is very comfortable in Milwaukee. Uh, he settled his girl, his girlfriend is there. Is, is his girlfriend or his wife? I'm not sure. Or his wife to be. His wife to be. And they got a baby. His name is Liam or something. And he's a very private guy. He's yeah. a very private to himself guy. He's not really out there like that. Um, and I think I think he owes a lot to the Milwaukee Bucks franchise just for the journey to how he became a superstar. But you know, you look around the league and you see his brothers can't play a lick of basketball. They can't play at all, and yet they're still in the league. Could teams know that Yanis is avail- might be available? Look. It's his brother's are the first of his family to win a chip. Fanis <laughs> won a chip. Before Giannis. That's more, that's more chip than Yanis. Yanis can't even say nothing to him. You know what it is? You know what it is? Eventually, Yanis has got... I think Yanis will stay. But I w- if I'm, I am if I was his agent, I wouldn't even advise him to sign the Supermax. The Supermax is just... It puts you into, like, the, you're untradeable. Once you sign that, you can't go anywhere once you sign the Supermax. You just... You're stuck. You're tied down, and you, and you allow the franchise to dictate decisions on you. Yeah, As a player, you don't want the franchise to dictate. Yeah, you lose your power base. I mean, I, I was listening to Stephen A. and Max on the first take, whatever, mm-hmm. and I was saying that um, apparently reporting that if Giannis doesn't sign, the Milwaukee Bucks won't trade him. Do you think that's a good decision or a bad decision? Or that's a box. What trading for? What what pieces are you getting back? What good pieces? What what trade out there is there for Yanis that you take? Yeah, but you you you, you threaten to not threaten, but you you have the worry of losing him for free, and you I can't am. afford to use Milwaukee Bucks cannot afford to use lose Giannis for free. They just can't because no one's gonna go there as a as a big free agent. No one's gonna go there. People leave there. Look at Kareem in the seventies. Towards he left there to go to where to the Lakers. No one goes to the Milwaukee Bucks. To sign I think up. it's a different society now. Different society. No one goes to different society. society. If you're going to go there to say, oh, I'm going to go to Milwaukee yeah, Bucks. Well, the only people they'll get is that third level, fourth level players because you know, they have nowhere else to go and Milwaukee Bucks maybe throw money at them. No top level guy is going to go to Bucks if you understand yeah, that. Well, that's true. That, that might be true. but They go to the LA's, the Miami's, the New York's, the big markets. That's what it's they It's the difference now because think about it, the cap might decrease because of the COVID situation. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the best financial decision might be for Yanis to stay. Yeah. And at the end of the day, money motivates people t- as well. Might not even be that the box is a great destination, but you know he, he plays a major role in the in that kind of like in that society. Like in the in Milwaukee, he's a big figure. Like he was one of the reasons why that the the boycott even happened because they were saying if Yanis didn't give the say so, that team is playing. That team's playing. So Yanis means so much to the Milwaukee box. And once you move somewhere, you don't get the same loyalty. Remember that discussion about KD and um, Steph, mm-hmm. where Shannon told KD that you're not gonna get the same love as Steph because you're not you're not from here. And it, even even that decision where it was like telling you that you're not from here, you look, you don't originate from us. You didn't come up here. You didn't grow with us. You're an outsider. You didn't. Yeah, you're an outsider. That will always hang with Yanis if he leaves. If you leave and join a team that's already stacked like Miami, we got to the finals without you. That's what caused Kyrie to even leave Boston. It's like, we got to the conference finals without you. We all found our roles without you, Kyrie. Yeah. And Kyrie had to cut because their man had already found their origin story. Once you let people establish who they are, without you, it's easy for them to cut you out. It, at the end of the day, it doesn't mean that Boston's any better because they lost Kyrie. Because if Boston had Kyrie now, um, they would be in the finals. They would have no, been in Miami. They would have got there. Because Kyrie would have destroyed the team look. The team um, structure as he did before. No, as a proof. When Kyrie was there, the team underperformed. They basically mailed it in against the Bucks and were out in the second round. When it wasn't there, they got to the finals. That's a disjointed season. Yeah, Kyrie's a disjointed person. No, see, this is what the only person that's controlled him so far is LeBron. Let's see what KD can do. KD's a a mama's boy. KD's gonna do. He's gonna do. He's gonna do nothing. It's a context of Boston because Boston achieved a lot. In terms of controlling him, Boston achieved a lot when Kyrie was injured as well. You need mm-hmm. to remember, before even 
Before yeah, everything changed, him. everything changed when Kyrie got injured in 2018. Because if Kyrie had been there in 2018, Tatum and Brown wouldn't have established themselves in the playoffs to the point that they think they're stars like that. Because Kyrie would have been the go-to option, and Boston would have got to the finals in that year. Would have got to the conference finals in that year, and possibly that. have beaten we Cleveland. We don't know that. They were doing very well in the regular season. That the, the other season was like, oh, we've done this without you, Kyrie. That's why there was that that lack of uh, cohesion within the team. And obviously, pieces were coming back. Gordon Hayward was coming back. That that last season was disjointed. Obviously, this season was more of a reflection of the Celtics. Obviously, yeah. they're lacking pieces. They lack pieces. They lack a big. They lack a big that can keep up with, with the likes of Bam or stop a Yanis. They have Daniel Thais. He's six foot nine. He can't. He can't. So Bam's six foot nine. Obviously, but Miami they struggled when they played. They played the Lakers because they got so much length. No, because Lakers have too much. They have AD, LeBron. They even got it's Dwight, a lot of could, length. Could go Javale. Uh, like LeBron, if LeBron wanted to just play center on the defense, he could be the best center defense on the floor on the floor that that, that series. Especially maybe not better than AD, but he could be definitely better than Bam if he wanted to just mm. focus on all that. But um, that's, that was just crazy. But we'll move on. You know, we'll segue. Um, my takeaway mainly from the bubble was the shooting. The fact, the shooting quality, the shooting um, proficiency, efficiency, it was just crazy. I mean, obviously there's many different reasons. I mean, people, lack of fatigue, the lack of traveling, the lack of fans, the lack of all that sort of thing to really obscure and really just put people off in those sort of situations. Um, I thought that really did um, not affect people to the usual standard that it usually used to do. And so that's why people are still able to shoot and shoot better than they usually do. If you look at statistics, from regular season to playoffs, I search up, people usually go down by 2% in terms of shooting, like from the regular season to playoffs. So say that average from three point, say the three point average is like 36% in regular season, in playoffs it goes down to 34%. Mm. This season, it went up by 0.3. So that's roughly, I don't know, a 2.3% swing. But in I, the I was going to say, they said that, um, I listened to Jared Dudley talk to Bill Simmons and he was saying that the quality of basketball in the bubble was even probably better, they were saying. Because there was less distractions. Of course. People felt a little bit free. Do you know on the sidelines, people are closer, spectators are closer. So obviously, you don't go full out when you're playing against these guys. But it was it was interesting to see because, you know, shooters that don't normally make their shots on the road, obviously, there's not on the road. You can make your shots. There's no pressure, man. That's you what, relax. That's what Duncan Robinson was saying. He was saying, obviously, when they play in the box, um, they felt comfortable because, for example, say they made a big shot. They were like, cool. I say Giannis came down and done a major dunk. Imagine they were in Milwaukee. The fans were going crazy, mental. Swing and it, it allowed them to still be like um, mm-hmm. sterile, to just go in and still just mm-hmm. make a big free in, in reply. And they'll be fine because they didn't have to deal with all the fanfare and all the distraction and all the, the hoopla, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So, you know what I mean? It was it was really good. I mean, well, for them guys, at least. So, I mean, obviously, we don't know if that's going to be the case in the next series. So, we'll see. Uh, or next season, sorry. Next season, I think uh, the, the owners are saying they want fans. So, they need fans, they need money. They, they, <laughs> yeah, so there's talk of the season starting Martin Luther King Day. That's the, and obviously, fans are just a major aspect of the sport. And obviously, the peace, you know what the peace are saying these days? You need it. You need it. Peace across everything. And, it, and the owners are not going to take another season without fans. But you need the peace, man. You can't do anything these days, fam. Everything's suffering. Like from what? Football? No fans. They're trying because to do big picture. They're trying to do you, European you, Premier League. They sell like, <laughs> look at that. Then obviously you got stuff like the NFL. They're trying to force fans in there, force it. Uh, you don't even know what's happening with the cases there. Boxing as well. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. Why, that's why they're forcing the big they're fights. Forcing big fights. No, no, it's not like outside but... the sports sphere. Like without having been able to do like a concert, a, a concert or something like that. I've been to a concert in a minute. Shit. So imagine when you're an artist, you bring out a big song, you can't do a concert, you can't even do the uni tour thing yet. No, oh, you can't. Yeah. It's taking like it takes a bit of a minute now, so it's just like uh, you have to wait. Like we're waiting for just for this to be over. Obviously, it just seems like it's gonna last forever, but it's just I'm, it's just annoying. Isn't it? I mean, to conclude the basketball segment, obviously Tyloo's now the um, Clippers coach. What's your thoughts on that one? Um, he's he someone that can manage stars. Uh, let's just see, like, how the Clippers are in season two. I reckon the Clippers are gonna get rid of one. Of, they, well, Harold's definitely gone. They're not gonna. They're not gonna try and sign him back. That man, Montrez. Montrez. It's too small. Uh, he saw against Jokic. He saw against. Yes, uh, it would have been too small against AD as well. No, get get heart out of it. it. Doesn't matter about heart. He's done. Um, they're gonna get a proper point guard. Like, that's the thing they need the most. They need a proper. Because I was even using them on two K. Obviously, two K's not real life. Them boys. 
their playmaking's just not there. Yeah, they need a... Like the other guys just be taking the ball out of, um, what's his name's hand? Pat Beth. It's crazy. Just be taking it like that. I'm like, so they're gonna I can't get... bring the ball up. You remember that play, the last regular season game they had when everybody just swiped out of his hand? That was yeah. happening. Just, just swiping it, swiping it. I was like, oh, this is crazy. So, let's talk of Rondo. Might become a clipper. Yeah, he's just there. He's so, there, yeah. That might be the thing that might happen. Rondo might swing the balance of power. He got no loyalty to the Lakers. No, the Lakers got... He got no loyalty. He's um, a Celtic that played for the Lakers. So he wanted to win with no both franchises. Loyalty. He did the first man to do so. I mean... LeBron better make sure he stays because he played big in the playoffs. That playoff Rondo is a real thing. Oh, the Clippers get him. That's that's the mystique. He's one of those guys that are a bit rough and tougher there. Um, and at the end of the day, he just looks like someone a mercenary at these days. I don't really think he cares too much about playing the Lakers. Maybe I mean, he loves AD and all of them, man. LeBron better make sure he stays. I mean, he helped out the Lakers a lot. That's what I'm gonna say. Also, they just need to get a, Lake, a point guard. But what point guards are out there? I mean, Milwaukee, we can, we can trade Bledsoe for something. <laughs> <laughs> if I was them, yeah, I would seriously look at CP3. I'll seriously look at CP3 to see if I can get him. But Does he have the money? Do you have the money for that, though? Because he's honestly going to take a pay cut. Oh, he can't even take a pay- haircut. Oh, well, there's going to be some major trades. Someone's going to swing. They're going to get a point guard. Or even what's his name? Schroeder. They could try to do something for Schroeder. Oh, Schroeder, yeah, he's available, isn't it? That'd be a good that'd be a good addition. You know they, they were getting they got rid of um Shea Gilgis at his uh, I don't think so. Gilgis has a, that much playmaking though. He's good, he's a good player, he's young. They, they could have him with his team. He's a better playmaker. Play he's a better playmaker than flipping uh, Pat, Bev. Pat Bev and Oh well Brady they need Jackson a lot now. more from Lou Will. That's what they need. Yeah, Lou Will should be their main player, but he's more of a, a shooter than He a, can't defend. So he's a defense. Well, he couldn't shoot in the playoffs, he's shooting like eleven percent from three or whatever it was. It was shooting like me, man. That's that's the main reason why they 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 fell. Because obviously PG, you know PG's up and down, but the way Lou Williams performed, that wasn't expected at all. Like, he didn't want to beat. Obviously, he was messing around. You know, yes. Lemon Pepper Lou, lap dance lap Lou, whatever his name were. He's not his name. These I days. mean, if he was able to perform to his normal abilities, they obviously they would have beat them. I mean, I don't know what was. He obviously didn't want to be there, so you know that's what that's why it, it looked at least. So yeah, it is, but it is, isn't it? So let's move on to football. <sighs> Football. Before Damn. we start, start the pod, start the football segment. A shout out, Wambasaka. <laughs> shout out the whole United team. I mean, everything's coming out. Unruly team, man. They're just. Oh, it's unruly. What? No matter how much good Rashford does, he can't even say them, man. <laughs> That's what we feeding the kids, but look what these men are doing, man. <laughs> They're tarnishing his name. I mean, United. I'm, I said, I'm waiting for a United fan to come here because I'm going to run his. <laughs> Running through the mill, it's gonna be so peak because they're just going through so many different things. It's crazy, like uh, I, I, I can't even keep up with the news. You know, like it's just every, every every day there's something new, man. I don't know, man. Rambasaka hanging out with Marshall. Look what happened, man. <laughs> Unruly team, but they had a good result this weekend. So um, yeah, they did. They did. I didn't think they played particularly well. Um, from their I thought Newcastle would pop a better fight, but they didn't. So disappointing. No, no. They, I think Newcastle played well in the first half. For the first eighty minutes, the Newcastle's game plan was was quite good. To be f- f- to be fair, Saint Max wasn't as effective as he has been, and that's why I, I do credit AWB as a defensive fullback. He's one. I'll say he's one of the best in the world. Away does just one on one defending because it's hard to get past him, and that's probably that was a big factor why Saint Max wasn't as effective as he usually is. And turns they're playing today. I, I, I want to see what he does against um, Neymar and Mbappe. I won't, be, I won't be surprised if he has a good game against. Them. I'm not saying he's gonna stop them, but if he has a good game against, them, they'll be surprised in it. Obviously, the the issue is though is with oh, your team like United. Obviously, you wanna have an attacking intent. Of course, that's why they have the issue with Wambasaka. Is that he like I I read that he runs like he has a gun in his pocket. So <laughs> <laughs> Wambasaka is one of those players you don't you just don't know like that goal was cold know, though. He be licked that. He was cold. I just don't know like. He's not even the main problem. And probably he's one of the pluses in the team. But Overall, like, yeah. obviously they don't even have leadership in that United team. Like you got Maguire, I don't know what Well surely what's... Pogba's the leader, one of the leaders, right? Pogba's not a leader, so <laughs> just a good player. Good baller. Good baller. Uh, I don't know what he's on this season. Like I don't know if he even cares about football. Nah, he cares, he cares. I I, I, I hope he does. You I, hope he does. Well, I, I'm gonna assume What have you seen from his performances this season to suggest no, that he didn't cares. sign the athletic. The athletic were ruining his name. They were saying he's getting outpaid by James McArthur, blah, blah, blah. This Crystal Palace said him is. I was thinking, yo, this is mad. <laughs> this when is very he, mad. He got outpaid by James McArthur. Uh, they were saying some um, common Premier League names. Not even the top guys were saying he's getting paid by this guy, this guy. I'm thinking, yo, this is crazy. This is Pogba World Cup winner. This shouldn't be happening. Pogba's lazy, though. 
he got out, that Tottenham game. He was just lazy. Like he didn't track back. <laughs> he didn't care. Like, and he gave the worst tackle you will ever see. <laughs> the worst tackle you ever see. I, I've said it before. Pogba for centre midfielder is a defensive liability. For someone with his physical capacity, the stuff he does defensively shouldn't be happening. His application as well. It just shouldn't be happening. I mean. People get upset when I say it's like a flare sentiment. That's what it sometimes appears to be. Just what, what, what? I don't get it. Like he's supposed to. Well, be... did he ever think Pogba was some box to box? No, 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 not a defensive stalwart, but he just don't be a liability. When he played for Juve, he was playing on the left. So yeah, I said, I said before when he played for Juve, he had Perlo there, he had Vidal, even Marquisio had a defense. Everyone used to cater for him. That's why everyone's been saying, oh, they needed a CDM for Pogba. They need this guy here. He needs to play left of him. So it's so many things need to be put in place for him to play. I don't have a CDM though. Oh, Matic is old. I mean, McTominay is still. Or McTominay while I still doing. I don't know. He might, actually, to be fair, he might turn out to be a, a centre back. He played well for Scotland recently. Um, back of a front. I'm not watching no Mark Tomlin games. Him. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not watching nothing that's got McTominay in it. Starring role, fam. That your guy though. I'm. I didn't say he's my guy. He's, sure. he's thrives in this PMP league. Do you know guys like he's an athlete? Yeah, he's a they're athletes athlete. like Antonio and them man. They, they thrive because they just Antonio's um he's, he's a yeah because when you're a hench like that there's nothing you can do fam <laughs> even Adam Atuero they can't do nothing he's a fool fam you see Adam Atuero oil up his arms fam before because you know done tugging his arms yeah so they slip tr- straight, off. straight off that's smart though I'll give it to him <laughs> why do you have a man doing that to you though you have to oil up a man before a game hey, that's, I don't know about that one but yeah, it works it works for a minute <laughs> But um, speaking about United, you know, them and Liverpool, they're trying to push for this so-called European Premier League. It's like we touched on before. First, there was the the big picture. That's collapsed. And now I thought they'll come again in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a middle term or medium to long term. But it's been the very, very, very short term. They've come back and now it's the European Premier League. And Didn't we mention last that's week? M- mental. Something about, like, if you were to select, select 20 teams, yeah. The, yeah. the teams that we would select. Yeah. Um. I'm hearing that like Russia's involved. Some Russian teams are involved. Yeah, Russia got peas. Is it? Is <laughs> and the winner, involved. the winner is getting like half a mil, half a billion. The whole thing. Yeah. Or the European it. Premier League. Yeah, if they win the European, it's like half a bill. That's you go where the money is. That's what they're doing. Like, follow but, the money. Well, there's a lot of jealousy towards the English, the English game, because obviously you know English football just generates revenue through its TV and all of these things. So it's very. That's why I think the jealousy is from from the foreign countries. Like, oh, why can't we have this? The same deal that the UK teams have. Because the league is exciting. That's why you can't. But that's why I said, as soon as the U... Maybe one thing that will happen is that if the English teams do join this Super League, mm-hmm. it might affect English how English fans view uh, football. In what way? In the way that... The, everyone in the England loves the sub-story, the authentic from grassroots growth, from low to... Bo- the bottom you hate that team like Man City that just bought as well oh, or Chelsea un- underdog story though. yeah mm. apparently they said they'll still run concurrently with the Premier League but that's so, so but what we're so, going to do but no Champions so many, League but it's so many, yeah apparently this is going to be affected to dissolve or cripple the Champions League's authority essentially well, essentially replace the Champions League yeah. is it the problems with UEFA <sighs> I mean is the revenue sharing not doing no good for UEFA I mean it, it just shows the corruption side of football and the, you know, the money grabbing well, nature. Well, once the, if they do do this, would like, what, what what would I say to for fair play? Is fair play run by you for you free for? I've said before, financial fair play is, 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 a, is a is a hoax. That, that. So are they trying to bypass it with this? I mean, well, like I said, if they done the big picture, I wouldn't mind it if they abolished financial fair play, but uh, they probably yeah. won't abolish financial. As fair soon play. as you abolish financial fair play, you get these these owners that apparently have a lot of money, they pump money into the club. Yeah, true. As soon as things don't go well, they take the money out and the team fails. That, 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 there will be some casualties, of course. I mean, you know, casualties of war, that's how it goes. However, if you do, if you were to do something like this for the big picture, the big teams will just get further and further and further and further away because yep. they, they, they'll be able to generate and capture the, most of the revenue that they're generating. Like I touched on before, if they've done the big picture, they'll eventually, United and those teams of that nature, they'll make um, those legislations that will allow them to you know, sell Could they have t- more voting rights. No, yeah. more voting rights. Allowed to sell their TV revenues on their own platforms for to like to the Asian markets, capitalize that. And whereas obviously lower teams don't have that same um, market and to tap into, they will be able to. They'll be at a disadvantage. And obviously, the teams like United, will, you know, they they have apparently a billion fans. Apparently, you know, they'll be able to really uh, maximize that revenue. No one else, well, the lesser teams don't have anywhere near that, so they'll be. At Do you think the Premier League, the way the Premier League run, is the most effective way right now? Compared to something like Big Picture, though. 
It's the Premier League currently more effective. I mean, well, so all, everyone gets one vote. For all, all, yeah, I think it, right now it is, but obviously, because like, obviously there's no, there's no live gate or fans or whatever, or you're not making money from that side of things. People are panicking. They want to find ways to be, you know, more lucrative, um, grasp as much revenue as they can. That's why they're coming up with these sort of things. That's why I touched them before. In times of, you know, uncertainty, austerity, the weak, the weak get weaker, the strong get stronger, and the stronger, the strong use these opportunities to capitalize on on situations they really want to run and that's what they're trying to do now and you know they will, they will do that i mean even just outside of sports you look at other things you know the richer get richer the poorer get poorer this is the sort of things that happen when there's stuff like this stuff of this nature happening they you really take advantage and really you know hit the nail on the head and really you know force down that their maybe preconceived ideas of thoughts that they had before and they really put hey, it into action I, mean, I, I i i'm not um too enamored with uh with uh the premier league these days but i guess the product is what people like about the Premier League is that it's so even that anyone can win it any week. Um, even this Premier League this season, this season is a will will be another indicator of why people love it because we don't know who's gonna be top. VVD out. Oh my god! That's the that's fact my that guy. VVD is even out. That's, Eight nine months. That's my guy. Even if he was fit, Liverpool might not have won the league. They probably would have, but now they're definitely unless they. I think Liverpool were fine because you know Fabinho can still play centre back, mm. and Fabinho as a centre back will, is is clean. I've seen him play. It's, it's Fabinho is very, he's a very good player, and obviously they'll just adapt the way they play. They're not going to play that high line anymore. I mean, if they play Fabinho there f- that full time, it won't be as bad. But for Van Dijk, is a colossus at the back. He's, like I said, he's been the best centre back for a while now. They play Fabinho. I think it, but, in the world for a while, yeah. and I don't think he's been. He's been too a two year peak. Yeah, he's been best about for a while. For, for two years, yeah, I'll give him best. I don't think I don't think he's been relatively close. And guys say that silly guy Ramos is not. Nah, he's not that guy. Your hatred for Ramos doesn't make sense. It's not, it's not a hatred. It's, just, it's a hatred. It's you just have to a, call it like it is. He's a serial winner, it's, bro. He's a winner. Yes, of course. About he, my man. I'm not gonna just. I'm not just say he hasn't won. He's won. Of course, he's, he's better won. Than my man. Ramos. Uh, Ramos. Um, no. Um, Van Dijk. Of course, he's better than my man. Better than my man. But that's not for, that, that's not for the discussion. The last two years, of course, he's better than my man. What do you mean? You saw what happened to Van Dijk. You saw? Oh, he played awful that game, but I've seen Van Dyke have bad games as well. This was much rarer in the last two years. It's cool to be in the run. That Aston Villa game was horrendous. Yeah, he's had a bad that game. That was horrendous. That was one of the worst. Was was even, he had huge blue standards. It's more like Trent and Gojo Gomez. They had way poorer games. No, look, you just see the tough. Like, Van Dyke just gave up on defending that one. It was just like, um, what are we tackling Dons? Sometimes you got you got put bad tackle. Yeah, to, yeah, I see. To, 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 you know, yeah, to, obviously Sergio to galvanize the fans. But yeah, Sergio Ramos. When he gets sent off, he has the record he, cards, red cards in the history of the La Liga. I think even in the history of football. And guys will tell me this is the best defender of all time. It doesn't make sense. Does that make sense? Does that okay. make sense to you? you I don't the, know why I get the, the record. No, you have the history I don't, of red cards. I, don't, I just you know. The, listen, you have the world record of history of red cards, but yet you're the best defender of all time. Does that make sense? Does that actually make sense? I don't say he's the so best. So I can't trust you to be on the pitch. I didn't say he's the best. Oh, the best defender of the best winners of all that I know. One yeah, he's won greatest, a lot. I'll give it to him. One of the greatest winners. You and know what? When, when I talk about guys, I'll be like, oh, he's caused many goals. Is that defending? I don't know what that is, but he's a contributing <laughs> factor to just being a He's a great footballer. As, yeah. a, as a footballer, as a, you know, as a whole. I think he's a better footballer than he's a defender. And I'll give it, I'll say that he's a world class footballer, world class defender. I don't really know. It's, it's, I don't know, man. Hey, Ramos has been around the block, man. He's, he's just been in the dark arts. He learned from Pepe. Um, I mean, the real Pepe, not the not the one that we, <laughs> <laughs> not our Pepe, but the real. I, do you know what? Uh, Van Dyke's peak is very reminiscent of. Do you know when Boateng was the best defender in the world? Jerome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. For, for, for a little two-year spell. Big imposing players. And then and then he got injured, quick. and then Boateng went off a cliff. Oh, did he, did he get injured? Or did Messi just drop him and then? I don't him? know what happened. Was it after Messi dropped him, or was it? I remember was... after Messi dropped him, he was gone. <laughs> But yeah. that's it. Everyone has. It's so funny because as a defender, you should get beat. Like, there's no expectation that you won't get beat as a defender. No, you get beat, but like, you know what I say is the way you lose. Like, he just dropped to the ground like a sack of potatoes. M- Messi did him in, fam. He did, he just, he did he him, Messi did him in. He dropped his shoulder, t- when... tapped it right, and the guy just fell over. Like, he couldn't turn. He's like, he was turned like a, a truck. He just t- turned and fell yeah, over. I've seen it happen to many defenders. Salzburg guy spun Van Dyke, fam, that time. Which guy? The Salzburg guy. Oh, not, not Minamino. It's like. No, you can get spun, but he spun him. You can, no, you can get, everyone gets got, but it's the way he just fell over. Like he just fell to the ground. Like I Messi didn't even do have the maddest of things. He dropped the shoulder. Obviously, Messi's so quick, but he dropped the shoulder. I think he went. If I think he faked to go he, left, he, he went faked right. to go left, and he went right. And the guy just fell over. He turned and fell over. <laughs> like, where's the balance? Where did he leave? It's a big lad, fam. That's why. I, that's why he dropped like that. Nah, what was the takeaway from the 
Arsenal game anyway. Um, seeing as you're an Arsenal supporter, or I don't know, you changed their agenda now. Uh, I'll support Arsenal. What, you, you, you jump ship? No, I've got my Arsenal shirt on today. So. <laughs> I don't put money into that club though until I see them using their money. But actually, to be fair, apparently, put money into the actually, club. to be fair, apparently, Karenke, you know, you, you pumped money for, to push the party deal of the land. Finally, apparently, you know, he pumped money for party. Apparently, apparently. why can't he pump it for a cam? I don't know. Apparently, I've seen Arsenal. Was... Arsenal are like what 19th in the league in chance creation. Have <laughs> <laughs> you even seen that? When was the last time that. you saw Oba take a shot? What happened to Oba since he got his contract? He's coming up my fantasy team. The guy's it's, been a joke, man. Yeah, yeah. I saw your fantasy team this week. Oh, man. I had an awful week. 37 points. Oh, I was I terrible. Because yeah, no, the, the boy, the, I put the boy in, I put him on the bench. Yeah, I put Jack Grealish. Why nothing. did you keep the boy in? Just sell him and I'm then gonna, buy him back. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to sell him, to be honest. But Jack Grealish, he's he done nothing. The Obamian done nothing. To be fair, Calvert and Ings, they've done their job. Um, Trent did nothing. I think Robertson, he got an assist. Yeah. Um, what's in the keeper from Southampton? Uh, Who else is there in that team? Say Maximan done nothing, and uh, I can't remember the rest. Of that. Kyle Walker, he's done nothing. There's someone else I'm missing as well. The obvious swap was. Oh, Rodriguez didn't do too much. One assist. The obvious switch was uh, Sterling for KDB. It's gonna be Sterling for KDB or Salah or, or Mane, someone. Yeah, because they all produce. I think on a game we like this game face. Well, if KDB's awful. gone for two weeks, I'll, I'll definitely take him out. Turns out I take him out regardless, anyways. Yeah, disappointing for me. You know, Sterling against West Ham, he bags. So. Sterling, he's bags against Arsenal as well. I mean, but the thing. Arsenal game, I mean, we had chances. I mean, I thought... Saka should have scored. Um, Saka, he played really well, to be fair. And Aubameyang Ab- should have taken his chance. He was onside, it was, you it know was what? offside, though. It was said he was offside, but if they had gone too far, it would have been onside. But, you know, I don't know what Aubameyang was doing that game because obviously he wants to put a left a bit more, but the, the lineup they did, I think they maybe wanted Willian to do a full stand to help the midfield battle, which would make sense. But he didn't help. He didn't even drop back. Uh, he dropped back a bit, but maybe didn't do as much as he should have. But Aubameyang, your, your calling card is essentially pace and, you know, the break. And you're up against Walker, who these days is probably as fast as you. But you're still sticking there. You're not really getting any change at Walker, but you don't really want to, you know, rotate and move out of that position. He went into the middle for, like, five minutes and we created so many chances and he was involved at the 1-2 one, one, done with um, Saka. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't do that more. Maybe he was under strict instructions by Arteta to do that, but... I think Arteta is very structured in the way he attacks. He's like... It's all formulaic with him. That's one thing I'm I'm not really too enamoured with Arteta right now. Okay, you've done a lot of work making the defensive structure like we're not easy to beat, but offensively like we're nothing. Like w- we don't create anything. There's no like spark of ingenuity in the whole team. The only guy that's probably got any spark of ingenuity is Pepe, but he doesn't even know what he's gonna he's do. He's Bambi next. on ice, bro. He doesn't even know what he's gonna do next. That Pepe. You see, he's, he's, he had a headed chance where he headed it wider than I don't know what he was doing. Okay, headed. It, Bro. Also, also, his free kick was awful as well. It wasn't that bad. Bellerin, sub him up from Ainsley yeah, meeting us because that guy, I don't know how he's getting spun so many times. Did not he self spun himself because he ran past the ball? <sighs> he didn't even put pressure on Foden. He made Foden's decision so easy. He just dived in. He's got. He didn't even. He ran past Foden. But this is one thing I was even discussing. Like he ran past Foden, making Foden's decision easier. Okay, okay Foden might be left footed. You still don't want to give him a clean, clean shot on target, regardless of what four years he's a professional football player. I mean, and obviously Sterling cleaned up the mess. That's what he does, Sterling. He's always there for the rebounds. It's great movement to be fair. You always got to be there for the rebounds, capitalize. That's why I credit Muller so much. You know, I credit Sterling for that. That's why people used to discredit him. All scoring these tap-ins, blah blah blah. You got to be there, Johnny on the spot, as they say. Johnny on the spot, yeah, whatever, man. He's a he's a flipping loser. But anyways, you know enough of Arsenal and Man City. What uh, about well, this? What obviously still talk about Everton, Liverpool. Obviously, Pickford's horrendous tackle and Dyke. You know, this will be like the first games he's gonna miss in like two years. Premier League wise, he's played thirty games last season and thirty games the season he, before. But when model he, of consistency, the real catalyst for Liverpool's. Uh, I don't take two rising. years of your contract, two years of your uh, of your career as the as a the trend because before he was uh, before he joined Liverpool. Southampton, he was taking a, he was very injury prone. I think before he joined, he was a he was on a spell where he hadn't played for a while. Maybe that was to do with um, him joining because there was potential that he was going to join Man City or Liverpool at that time. So maybe Southampton were keeping him out just so that the deal could go through. Um, but Van Dyke Van Dyke's is hit a purple patch, and he was perfect for the two years. And now this Liverpool Liverpool look, they look they look like they're back to the pack like. Obviously, I was I was super impressed with Thiago. Um, his performance in that game was amazing. He that he the passing, his passing range, 
His ability to make yeah, things happen. He's the second best centre midfielder in the world. I was really uh, impressed with Thiago in after that the game. Brain. But obviously defensively, I like uh, defensively. I, I think everything could get at them. Um, Calvin Lewin scored on an excellent header. Like he's leaping ability. It's crazy. It's like CR seven. So yeah, CR seven esque. I mean, he, if he pulls himself fullback, it's curtain. So unless your fullback is like a Ivanovic back in the day, which you don't really have these days, like, it's curtains. And obviously the delivery when you got Digne and Rodriguez, them them man can give you a good ball. So you're gonna get chances. You're gonna get two or three crosses a game, which are gonna be pinpoint perfect opportunities to score. I think I'm impressed with Everton's squad. Is it's good. They got options on the bench. Like Awobi came on, he did alright. I wasn't that disappointed in him. He's in his role. Um, he's a role player, national role player. He's a role player. Sigurdsson's a role player as well. Bring him on when you need him. Yeah. And obviously Sigurdsson can provide from a set piece as well. Got quality. So Andre Gomez. I, I've always said that midfield. Andre I don't Gomez. I think Andre Gomez had a good game. Uh, you may not have a good game, but Andre Gomez, Alan, Decore, Rodriguez. That midfield is very, very good. And also have Sigurdsson on the bench. Where we could come and do something-ish, you know. It's very, very good. Walcott there to Southampton. You didn't score the equaliser against Chelsea. I, I don't know if it was a score. Well, since he got assist, yeah. Assist. Well, touching on that, I mean, I've, I've been impressed with Everton. So undefeated. Car Don Carlo, what a guy. I mean, Cavaliers, he's doing his thing. What he's the first guy since 1930 since Tom Lawton to score four. Was that four goals in a row or five goals in a row since the season started? I think he's in this exclusive group. It's like uh, Vardy, Rooney, him, Reyes something else to score in the first five games of the season yeah I mean that, that could be what the stat too I mean they they held their own I mean usually when they played uh, Liverpool they somehow just find a way to lose they help more than held their own obviously Pickford. they need to still beat they need to learn how to beat Liverpool because I mean it's what they haven't beaten them since 2011 that's a long that will come but um, you know what I would say like I said before that keeper Pickford is going to cost them it's going to cost them in England England need to make sure they stay sick with that's Jordan why Everton got that keeper Nick Pope who did he get in the end? Robin Olsen. Yeah, give him a start because this Pickford guy. The, obviously, the oh, let, let's talk. I, I want to say something about England. Is like Southgate, he's time and numbers, and he's going to take this generation into the grounds. He's going to take this generation into the ground. Man, play three right backs. He played three right backs in an international game. On the pitch at the same time? Yeah. Walker, yeah. Trent, Trippier. Oh, Trippier. Why don't you give Saka a start, man? You'll play Pippin in Denmark. Give him a start, man. And obviously, the discipline in the squad, they don't respect him. Ah, oh, there's no discipline. This man, or AW, actually, AW might go to Congo. Yeah, he's playing for Congo now. I mean, so, but even, yeah, the discipline in the England squad is crazy. My man don't care about them at all, man. It's true, it's true. They just don't respect Southgate. Before we move on to the Liverpool topic, that was a question I was supposed to ask about Van Dyke. Now Van Dyke's obviously gone, who's the best centre back in the world right now? Is it fit for Ramos to reclaim yeah, his? Can we, oh, his, let me, let me start car. from the Premier League. The best centre back in the Premier League. I would say I like I like Laporte. He's always injured now. Yeah, he's he's very injured. He's in, very injury prone. Ruben Diaz is very good. Yeah, he's got his hefty price tag though. But he's, he's look, very he's good. Looking good. He's very you good. Know, I, I'm, he's not, this guy's not the best centre back in the league, but I do like him. And I think he's going to prove to be a very good sign. I think Nathan Ake is going to be a very good sign for City. I think Gabriel for Arsenal has been good this season as well. I've been very impressed. He's very mobile, and what he does enabling signing people like Gabriel changes the way you play. It yeah. allows you to play the high line. You need mobile centre backs. You need mobile centre backs. When people play high lines with slow centre backs, how does it not offer you? I mean, it's just asking for it. Like Liverpool's defence, they're all quick. Even though they may not be running back as much in the last six months, but they're all quick. I like Fofana. I like I like Mings and Konsa. They've been a very certain centre back pairing. Maybe the return of the black centre backs, eh? Very certain centre back pairing. Um, Tarkovsky's always reliable. It's yeah, the best centre back in the lower like league of lower side of the league. Yeah, English put more respect in his name. He's good, man. So who's the best in the, center, in the Premier of the World now? Van that's obviously on the on Best centre-back in the world right now. Sitting down. Van Might be... Uh, I like Varane. I've always liked Varane as a centre-back. I think because of his mobility. Oh, I know who I'm going to say. I like his ab- ab- mobility and his ability to do... But people like Nicholas Sewell. So his Sewell is very good. I've seen he's a bit shaky at times, but he's good as well. They think Nicholas Sewell's very good, and then they got Sergio Ramos. I'm gonna go with Marquinhos. Marquinhos mm. doesn't play centre back though. He does. He, he fits him to centre back. He doesn't, doesn't play centre back, so I'm, I can't I'm, put him there. I'm gonna go with Marquinhos for me. You might like him. He for, doesn't play centre back. He plays centre back for Brazil. He, plays, he swaps between um, centre back and CDM for PSG. I'm gonna go with Marquinhos. Oh, if he came to Premier League, I want him to put. Let's on, play CDM, man. Put, put on a bit of weight. I'll put a CDM as a. He plays both. I mean, I, I like Marquinhos. I think he's the best right now. 
even played even played well against against Bayern. Um, he's probably one of those few guys that played well against Bayern in the final. I'll go with Marquinhos. I mean, okay, Marquinhos. That's for your guy. I know you like Brazilians, but I think that's very biased for you to put Marquinhos nah, you above him. Varane. What did Ravan do in the, against Man City? That's one game. Is the pivot to game of their, of their well, season? Marking doesn't even play centre back. Well, he does. He plays. He plays a bit of both. Ravan, mm. you know, Ravan. Ah, that game was shocking. But then again, he did have a good World Cup, to be fair. But Ravan's up there. I won't discredit you for saving Ravan, but I'm gonna go with Marquinhos. What a guy. Okay. Um. Obviously, so touching United game. Oh, Spurs. They Spurs it up. What happened there? That was the best game I've watched. Lanzini, that banger. Fam, that's. That's what they make the movies of. You know that movie Go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lanzini looks like the guy. From... Yeah, <laughs> he looks like the guy. From... He banged that shot, though. Even he, he was shocked, fam. Hmm? He was shocked, but he banged it. Tony, when Lanzini first came, he was actually very good, but then he kind of, I'm not sure he got injured, so he kind of tailed off. Hey, fam, against Spurs, you can find your ability. Anyone can find their ability against Spurs. Nah, he done, he done his thing. Like, for real, he done his thing. I mean... Spurs were 3-0 up with nine minutes to go. Got to blame Bell, fam. That miss, he, that miss... He slipped. That miss was bad. To be fair, Yamalinka actually fouled him. If you see what Yamalinka... Yamalinka, actually, his, his intention was to just push him. Yeah, you do it smartly, you know. Yeah, you, you can, you but he just, like... He actually just kind of, like, pushed him. But it is what it is. After end, uh, that was it. When Bell missed that chance, I believe that West Ham, West Ham could win. Was it was it free two at that time? Yeah. Did you see that header and phone hours missed? Oh yeah. It was an open goal. So that did come at him quickly. To be fair, that's a bad miss. It's, it's, it's if you if you it's, it's not I won't say as bad as, as it could have been, but because when that ball comes at you quickly like that, it's like an instinctive reaction and it can be difficult to control it with your head. But what happened? They were three up with less than ten minutes to go and they fell apart. What okay, happened? So talk me through that. Let's talk about it. the set pieces coming in from the left. I don't know. Spurs obviously have a problem against them. Mm. Carver Lewin scored on a set piece on the left at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other ways they've conceded this season. I don't know how they conceded. I didn't watch the Southampton game, so I don't know what happened in that game. Uh, Newcastle penalty, uh, penalty. I don't know. The delivery came in from the left, I believe, and then Dyer was that was a dubious pen. Oh um, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was a dubious. But first of all, the ball comes in. Great header by by Barbina. No one picking him up. Uh, that's it. Three one. Okay, that's an acceptable result. Like, okay, cool. Take that to the back. But then the own goal by Sanchez. I, I don't know what he was thinking because I don't think any West Ham player is available to get the ball after that. Sanchez. <laughs> he head, and the header is so good. That the header son. is so good. Put it right, right to the the bottom bins. And then Lanzini's goal. Um, who's gave the foul? Is it already gave the foul? Well, Blanzini's got a corner. No, it's not a free kick. I don't know who get the foul away. I can't even blame him away because he's been good this season going forward. He's been very good. What did Marina say about him in the Spurs podcast? I said he's scared of him. <laughs> so I need to finish watching that. Though. He said, I'm so scared of you. I don't know why you play a man that you're scared of then. Over Doherty. Uh, is still starting over Doherty. That tells me already Dor- that Doherty, Doherty was a waste. Why, why did he sign him? Doherty. I don't know why he's signed Dorothy. 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 Oh, yeah, he's Irish. Island. Um, Spurs, Spurs, Spurs. They're both better than um, Bellingham. Yeah, yeah, they are. It's not too hard, man. I mean, Spurs, they, they always find a way to, to lose. I mean, I've, I've said Jose's been done for a while. Uh, so I can't put that result on him because he, the way he's, he changed up their offensive makeup by dropping Kane into the hole, kind of playing like a full snack, a number 10-ish role. A Chakotisa for full manager, if you guys been play for manager. And the, the passes he was playing to Son and guys like that, he was doing a, he was doing a mad thing. I think they're on a good wavelength. As in, and if wants, and if Bell still wants to, Bell looks doesn't look like he wants to run as much as he used to. But if he wants to run at least how tired he was. at least some at least let's say if he wants to run at least seventy eight percent of the time. Them guys are gonna be I think a force. Son and Kane are in their footballing prime. You know, Peach. they're 20, the 28. Yeah. They're in that footballing prime. This is the best football years of your life. Wait, wait, wait! I can't get over this. What do you say? What do you say about Kane? He's done. You say Kane's done. Kane's done as a footballing force, fam. Okay. Kane after Christmas. But you say he's just in his prime just now. It's yeah, like, they're in their footballing prime. Individual, they're footballing. They're very flawed. They're in their footballing prime. Doesn't mean that they're not. Kane is done though. He's just too injury prone. It doesn't matter. Like we're gonna get these moments of, but overall he's done. The guys are telling me Kane was done. Yeah, but if, do you rely on Kane for the whole season? Are you gonna rely on him for the whole season? 
He's last. Uh, I'm just asking you a question. Yeah, for finish. 38 games. Let me finish. Last season, he's proven to be injury prone. But if you give me 28 to 30 games, I'll take it. I really would. Okay, that's good. You take that availability. Uh, ability, availability is uh, one of the I, best I abilities. I'll another dinner, but he pays 28 to 30 games this season. He, I'm not taking that one because I don't know how this football. Yeah, but you said he's done. He's done. He's done. He's done. He's done. I know he's going to get injured after Christmas. I can um, guarantee I'll that. Give, I'll give you this caveat. If their season um, takes another postponement because of weather, we're on that, then obviously the bet's off. But if the, if the season runs normally. You should take that bet if COVID comes because that's what's said in this season. Because he was not going to play. He was definitely not going to play. 28 to 30 games. Because the, the last nine games. Over under 29 games. You, you'll see. Over under 30. Over under 30. Yeah, he told you over two dinner. Let's go. Come. Over under. 30 games. If he bangs 30 Premier League games. Yeah? If he bangs 30, I, I win. If he bangs less than 30, then dead. Calm. I know he's getting injured, so I'm comfy. Kane, you better. Kane's going to get injured this Kane, season. Kane, you better do me. You Fam, better man, do man is suffering from muscle fatigue. That's what they said, so he can rest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kane's an interesting guy. When he tears the hamstring off his leg again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, anyways. Let's talk about boxing, man. No, no, boxing. Kepa. Ariza Balaga. Are you sure you don't want to talk about boxing we'll, now? We'll talk about it after this quickly. Okay. I'm just having it on. Kepa lost his confidence. I don't know where he left his confidence. Uh, Kepa. He lost his confidence. So, I don't know. Hey, how, how long left? How much, how much time have we done? Um, 36 minutes. Okay, calm, no, calm, calm, calm. Right, um, Kepa, he lost all his confidence. Um, still... I don't know what's happened to him. His confidence has been lost for a while. Even his confidence was bad before the break. You thought the Rona break would have, or the lockdown would have you know, given time to reflect and come back and find his, his his optimum performance, whatever you want to call it. And he's just gone down the drain again. He doesn't want to be... I don't know if he wants to be there or what's happened to him. Because Kepa was good in his first season. Was he? I can't remember. Seems so long ago. He nearly sent Saudi down the tunnel, fam. He was reasonable in his first season. The mistakes he's just making are just criminal. They're just criminal mistakes. As a goalkeeper, you can't... Like, what was he doing for that goal? Just, like, came out... Just, did he I think it? he came out and he missed... I think he thought he was going to foul him. Then he kind of, like... He's just all the over the place. And he's, he's not got any coverage in his conviction. And Chelsea are considered hella goals. Hella, there's hella goals. Chelsea can see goals. And because basically, because Kepa's obviously not bringing that form of um, comfortability and assurance to the team, he's making all the other players overcompensate. And when they overcome, that's how Christian Christian said done that mad foul against Mane um, when they played Liverpool a few weeks back. Oh, Bruno Mr. Penn. Yeah. <laughs> Low. Low. We're forming this wild Man United and uh, he missed it. He come off pens, Bruno, man. What, that's what, it. Come on. That's score? two in a row. No, no. It's uh, two in a row. See, I've, I've BT on my phone. That's recorded. I've been watching it. Yeah, that's two in a row. So that's that's just some latest news that you might have heard while we're in the podcast. Bruno again, two in a row. Two in a row. Give it missed. Rashford. Let him pad his stats. <laughs> They're taking it again? It's a long penalty. To Man United? Yeah, VAR. <laughs> oh my days. Who gave her the pen? Don't talk about Marquinhos. Because who's that? Listen, this part right here we're talking, listen, yeah? Another I'm pen. I'm going to say Marquinhos. I'm going to say this, yeah? Kudabali and Delit. You didn't mention Chelsea or centre-back. I think Delit. Delit, Delit, he had a blip. He had a blip when he first came to Juventus. Kudabali, when I see him playing the Champions, this guy looks, he doesn't look as good as everyone makes up. But what do you mean? He shut down Liverpool himself. Which game was that? Let's in the group stages last season. Is he, he off the line? Liverpool. Is he off the line? Are oh, just retaking the penalty? They're retaking the penalty now. He's the goalkeeper for PSG today. That's not... That's not... Um, Kieran Navas. Bruno again. Oh, my day. So, so, edit this out, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, add it. Hey, Neymar Mbappé. Oh, it's cool. Alright, let's continue. Um, okay, yeah. That was just what... Yeah, that's a little bit... Uh, uh, what were we going to say? Boxing. What? Did we finish what we just said? Oh, Chelsea Kepa. Oh, the thing with Kepa is he just lost his confidence. Um, the thing is, that's not, he's the same as another Spanish keeper that lost his confidence as well. DDG. Absolutely lost his confidence. I don't know what happened to DDG. I've, was it that he wanted to go to Madrid? Maybe he just doesn't want to be there. But he's had a new contract. I don't know, man. So, well, what's Kepa's excuse? Because uh, Kepa wants to be there. Maybe he's just not good enough, man. Who knows? <laughs> I swear. He's not good enough, G. I mean, just sometimes sometimes, sometimes it'd be like that. He's just not good enough. He was good, man. 
They paid eight p's for eight mil. They got swindled. Him. Like we got swindled for Pepe, seventy two mil. We got swindled. Sometimes you, you get you get run amok, led astray, <laughs> bamboozled, hoodwinked. This is taking Pepe's money and put put on Zaha. Mm. That's a mistake. Yeah, we could have got Zaha and someone else. With Zaha for a young thirty mil at the time, probably. No, it was definitely not. Actually, no, it's fifty, isn't it? Fifty. Um, okay, let's talk. Let's talk boxing. The boy Lemonchenko. We were, I think a couple of weeks ago I said he's the best boxer in the lower divisions, didn't I? Well, oh, he was arguably pound pound number one. So yeah, a man that won fought over what someone said like a hundreds of amateur fights, only so lost like, once. It's like three hundred and seventy amateur. And fights, then the so. person he lost to, he beat tw- two times. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would say is that Lemonchenko. There's some people that say it might be a draw. No. But from what I saw, he probably only won five rounds. It's not a draw. I mean, if I said you, it, I, I don't think it's a draw. To those some people, people said it's a draw. those people, it's not a draw. I mean, if you wanted to, if you had corrupt judges there, then maybe you could have found a draw from just how they found a draw for Canelo against uh, Golovkin in the first go round. I mean, if you really want to give him a draw, you could have really given him one. Whatever. I mean, uh, Matt Skillerman broke it down expertly, especially when it comes to boxing. It's anywhere between 8 4 to, um, to Lopez, to if you really want to be kind That's to him. To Lopez, to Lomachenko, you could have found maybe six five Lopez or maybe a draw, but I think because uh, if I remember correctly, Lopez won five of the first six rounds. Clearly, and some people co- say he won the first six. He could have won first six. Number two was a bit up and down, but he clearly won the five of the first six rounds, and he clearly won the twelfth round. And seventh round is a bit up for grabs. Eight to eleven, Lomachenko won. But like, that's what it's kind of strange because Lomachenko, he only landed like uh, what was it? You know, he's a great percentage of the punches from, but Lemonchenko. He didn't throw enough. He didn't throw enough. Yeah, he, he was I think I think Lemonchenko. If you have Lemonchenko, I if I watching back some of the highlights of the fight, uh, you know I might have this my day. I think Lemonchenko is the better boxer. I, oh yeah. I still, I still think Lemonchenko is the better boxer. Well, in terms of skills and, I think, and that, yeah. I think and I think Lemonchenko, if he had fought the way he fought from. Eight to all the one. I don't think he came. He came out tentative. Uh, yeah, tentative. That's why uh, Gomez uh, Teofimo was gonna win. He came out tentative. He came out too tentative. And he only landed like thirty one of his uh the thirty one of his punches throughout the first seven rounds. That's crazy. That that's a crazy amount of lack of output. And he came out tentative. But I have to give credit to Lopez. Lopez was giving him shots. That was touched up, touched him up around the body. It was aggressive, and I think Lomachenko. People could say he was he had a layoff for fourteen months, but Lopez had a layoff for ten months. So I'm not really going that one. Um, he got touched up, he got hit, he got tagged, he felt the power. Obviously, uh, Lopez is a much bigger guy. I mean, Lopez can't really can't, he hydrated right up to um, what weight basically. So Lopez in that fight, when he was in, in fight night, actually in the ring, he was basically as big as, as a as a water weight to be fair. So that's mm. that's two divisions above um, the lightweight division they were fighting for. And Lopez, he felt the power. Like Lopez has serious knockout power, for, especially at that size. And he felt it, and he was very tentative. And also coincided with the fact that when Lomachenko uh, fights, he likes to be like Floyd Mayweather, likes to give, you know, he likes to download information, give the look, or take a look at what he's what he's seeing in front. But he was actually taking a look for too much, for too long. And then when he once he got touched and felt the power, he got even more tentative, and it's kind of like a but I think a, a vicious cycle. Yeah, a vicious one cycle. one led to another, and you know, he, once he did get started, he was hitting. Um, Lopez, because Lopez, as good as he performs, his head movement ain't as good, mm-hmm. and he keeps his ha- he keeps his hands down a bit too much. And Lomachenko was really able to tag him. His footwork was still masterful when he came out. Like Lomachenko's footwork is crazy. And I can see why in in, in his earlier years that um, his dad forced him to do dance lessons for like four or five years. Like, apparently, he stopped boxing and just just <laughs> dance lessons for four <laughs> years. Dance for four years. And you can see in the footwork because his footwork is one of the best I've ever seen. I think I think Nazi did ballet. He might have done. I mean, the nice good footwork as well for footballer, but Lomachenko's footwork is one of the best I've ever seen. I think uh, as a fighter, technically, I think Lomachenko's uh, be- is the best I've actually seen. Like box, he's not better than Floyd Mayweather. I think I've technically he's not, he's not, not maybe not mentally is it's not, not mentally better than Floyd. We, I don't know why we're having this. I don't want to talk about Floyd. You keep bringing up Floyd. Maybe no, Floyd, you, Floyd runs this thing. You, you say I said technically he's probably the best. You say technically probably the best. He's not better. But than you're Floyd. just telling me f- about. Floyd. I don't want to hear about. Floyd. No, no, but you said you're just saying, no, 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 he's no, not pause, the best. Pause. You said he's the best technically you ever seen Lomachenko, which is not horrendous. Shout. I won't give. I won't crucify you. But he's not better than Floyd technically. That's just the truth. Technically, Floyd is the best mentally. Floyd is the Lomachenko's best. Lomachenko's better technically. Floyd is the best mentally. He's the best technically. Okay, cool. He's got better footwear than Lomachenko. No, no, no. Okay, let's talk I'm talking about technically. You know, yeah. you know. Yeah, Lomachenko Lomache probably has better footwear, but everything else. Okay. Everything uh, else. Hand speed. Hand speed, Floyd Mayweather. Hands down, especially in his prime. Whoa, come on, man. Let's say that. Hand speed, Floyd Mayweather. Hands. Huh? 
got weak hands, boy. Yeah, the first moment when he, in, his, when his second half of his career, he had weak hands. He didn't have the same knockout power that he had before. But as a te- from a technical aspect, Fomov is a, is a. If you look at the, even look at the people they fought, you look at their records, especially the early career. Fomov has fought some real hitters, you know, from his early career to even to the later career. Like his resume is deep. What time? He's, from when he started, that from what the time? What age was he? He was fight? a world champion. Yeah, no, 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 but he, you remember he was the world champion. opportunist like, with the way he was fighting. What do you mean? He was fighting guys like some like strange, strange uh, like at like the end tail end of the like De La Hoya uh, and Pacquiao. They were fighting at the tail end of their career. No. And he knocked that man out when he was like trying to give him the what was that time yeah. he knocked the guy out when he was trying to like they were trying to re, like the fight was trying to like. Start again, and they said touch gloves, and he knocked it. Oh, the Ortiz guy, because the Ortiz guy was headbutting him the whole fight. That was a good fight, though. It was a good fight. I mean, the Ortiz guy was, was fighting dirty, and he, <laughs> Ortiz was trying to overly compensate and say sorry. He was hugging him out. Like, nah, just you gave him one punch, and people say he doesn't have enough power. Knocked him down. Obviously, he wasn't expected. If I give you a punch like that, obviously he wasn't expected. But the, what's it called? The Pacquiao fight. He's older than Pacquiao, bro. So him being out of his prime, or they're both been out of prime. People, both out of prime. people were trying to say you cook Pacquiao, but he's older than Pacquiao, bro. They're both out of their prime. You know, both out of prime. So, so it's, that a, it's an old man's fight. The uh, the what's it called the, the Delahoya fight okay Delahoya was thirty four he was thirty I mean he'd been chasing Delahoya for a while didn't really get it, and he finally did okay you know fair enough I mean Pacquiao when he fought Delahoya Delahoya what's it called I think it was like a catch or something like that and you know Pacquiao knocked him straight straight out um or he cleaned him straight out or, no Delahoya retired he saw someone along the lines yeah, Pacquiao, Pacquiao got knockout power fight. he does have knockout power that's the one clear thing he has of a, of a Romero I think that's the only maybe, maybe the only thing he has of a Romero just clear I don't know Romero yeah, might whatever I don't want to talk about Romero let's move on the best athlete of our generation he's not the best athlete of our <laughs> generation we've had the discussion Bob you said and people have called you out there's, there's no way he's better than Bolt as an athlete he's better in their respective sports, he is. I'm not saying he's. If you're talking in about, their respective if sports, if that's what. That's the way I define. It. If you're talking about oh, just general as you define an athlete, then yeah, I'll probably go with. with what's has, the is, is there anyone else that has a similar record to Floyd's in boxing, with his undefeated record? Yes. Who? I think it, Ricky Marciano. What's his name? Well, how many what champions did he fight? I don't know. I don't know what bars boxing. Well, was that's back it. Then. That's it. That's that's why Floyd record so, so unique. He's undefeated. He's fought the most world champions. He's defeated the most world champions. I think he's even fought the most linear world champions. His record no, is wait, deep. We can talk about that. It's then, deep. Then what about it's deep, bro. Djokovic, Federer, and the, it's Nadal. Deep. They've it's, been it's facing it's, world champions it's, every it's single time, deep, man. It's a deep record, As bro. I said, it's a deep Floyd, record. To, Floyd might, be, might, as well, might pro- make top five, but he's not better than Usain Bolt as an athlete. Mike, Mike, what in their respective sports. If you don't have him in your top five uh, athlete, then you're... I said he's top five. If you don't have him in your top five, you're drunk. Yeah, it's absolutely drunk. I got, I got, you maybe got off the Hennessy over there. You're drunk. Let, let me tell you something. You're drunk. Let me tell you something. Ronaldo Messi. He's a part of them. For their respective sports, he is. More people play football. And mm. those two are the ahead. You, you already know, I don't even have Ronaldo Messi not the, the greatest of all time for me anyway. So uh, that's how it goes. For me, I'm talking about greatest athlete right now, man. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about your guy. We don't talk about We're him. not talking about your guy. We're don't even about... mention him. <laughs> we don't want to talk about mention well, him. Flo, Flo, Flo Pele's not better than Pepe. Okay, here we go. Flo, Flo has... Pele's not better than Pepe. Flo, Flo, Flo <laughs> has a, a much greater case to being the greatest in this sport than Messi Ronaldo. Man. But it's clear as day. How about LeBron? What about LeBron? Flo, Flo, Flo has, has a much greater um, case than LeBron to be the greatest in this sport than he does. He, he, has, he has a much greater case than... You're saying the greatest in his respective sport? Federer, Nadal. They both have got the most Grand Slams. And Djokovic has a greater case than all of them. Okay, cool. Uh, until Federer and Nadal, if Federer and Nadal, if one of them gets twenty-one, then fair enough, it changes. How about both? Um, that they're about equal in terms of being the greatest in their sport. I'll, I'll give it to. You. Actually, to be fair, actually, no, I'll, how about Tiger Woods? No, no, let me go back to Bolt. Bolt is probably uh, more clearly defined as greatest in this sport because you know, um, if it's actually frustrating, so yeah, I'll give it to Bolt. So finally, of, after of, a week, in terms, of, no, in terms of being the greatest in this sport, but overall, I still say in the better than the sports. I mean, hey, I heard someone called you out. Athlete. Someone called you out about the. The what? The, the boat, uh, Mayweather. Oh, uh, what's his name? Ajayi. <laughs> what did you say to him? You must have, um, you must have reposted that thing. So he put mug. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's a bold claim. It's not, if you understand Floyd Mayweather, to be honest, I say it's because people don't like him. That's why they just didn't agree. That's honestly it. If you actually understand what he's done in that sport, it's, I mean, it's pretty so much. So is your, is your reason for him being, okay. Okay. If you're putting a criteria that he has a greater, Case for being the greatest in his respective sport than the other people. Clearly, I mean, you could say Bolt, but you know, the competition with Bolt had fair enough. How about um, Michael Phelps? The competition again, the competition Michael Phelps had fair enough, but the competitive sport that boxing is. Flamengo ran ran with the field. He ran with the field. It's swimming not competitive. It is, but I have to go into look at swimming. But Phelps was so far ahead of the field. 
it seems for, for so long. I mean, who knows? I mean, who knows? It's just it's crazy. It's quite interesting one. I mean, there's also Tom Brady. He's up there. Six, six Super Bowls. Yeah. But someone else, because I remember. I think I think I think Angelo is probably a, the best American football player of all time. That's when true. It comes, when it comes to that, he's Tiger Woods better than Jack Nicholas. I mean, Jack Nicholas. Nicholas has uh, more, Nicholson's got more. He has more uh, grand, grand slams. Grand, uh, or majors, sorry. Majors. Eighteen, I think. Uh, Tiger Woods was up in sixteen or something like that. Yeah. Sixteen. I mean, but obviously, what Tiger Woods represents outside of just golf is bigger. It's bigger. That, that's what I say. The pulling power, obviously. If we were talking about most uh, known, Floyd is probably like. Also, 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 Floyd was a paradigm shifter. He changed, he changed the power from the promoters into the boxers. Be your own boss. How about LeBron? LeBron did that as well. To be fair, give, give him credit as well, but not to the extent. You think it's not much not harder to, to dominate a team sport than a, a solo sport? We said this before. We're going to definitely another episode. I think it's harder to dominate um, an individual sport. You have no help, G. So when you're having a bad day at the office, there's no one to bail you out. There's no real Allen, even though people like to over exaggerate. There's no real Allen. There's no, um, there's no Scotty Pippen or there's no. There's no, yeah, there's, there's no, none of that, G. So you have... There's, there's no Ed, 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 Edda in for, what's it called, you know, Ronaldo and Euros. There's no... There's no Higuain to mess up their team. Well, no, there's no... Higuain is... I hate Higuain the most. There's, 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 in, any footballer in the... It's Higuain, yeah, has opened up this Ronaldo and Messi debate. If he had just done his job... I mean... If he just done... We'd never, we'd never ever have to talk about yeah, it again. Messi's had four fans for Argentina. He's done nothing. No, as I, as I said, he had to do it with, with a bum. So, you know, the debate doesn't start with that. There's no Seb- Sebastian Larson or Eto to get Messi his first championship in 2006, which he didn't play in the base for I don't the, even know if I didn't... count that. Well, so. Messi counts that. Or everyone else fans, they say he has four Champions League titles. But I, all I know is that when Messi's performed better in finals over Ronaldo. Um, and you, we, we talk about the UCL finals, you know what Ronaldo's done. Well, overall finals, international finals, is not as... I mean, yeah, Messi does have the slightage, if, if I remember, because Ronaldo's international finals, I think he's been in three now. Um, actually, no, one of them got injured. The first year was against Greece, he was 18, didn't do much. And obviously, the Nations League one, I can't remember who scores it, Bernardo Silva, or maybe Fernandez, I can't remember. Um, you know, he didn't do as much as you were accustomed to seeing. It was all about the, the between the ears and tangibles that he, he seems to lead the team. But when, when they're going against tough, you just see Messi sulking. Mm-hmm. One of them made it to Portugal, one of them wasn't in Portugal this, this Champions League. Huh? One of them made it to Portugal this yeah, and he got battered 8 2. And one of them didn't. 8 2. So yeah, one of them got battered 8 2. One of them didn't. One of them had to... <laughs> he was soaking, bro. Both of managers got. You just saw, you just saw Alfonso Davis just running past him and the guy was just watching. What, you, what, what can Messi do with Alfonso Davis? Just soaking. What can Messi do? Can, what can what, you do? Force him back. What dude. can anyone do? Force him back. Messi doesn't have athletic ability. No, anymore. no. Alfonso Davis should be afraid of Messi. He wasn't afraid of him, G. He was just running Alfonso past Messi's... him. No, he's, he's a parcel now. Messi should be striking he's so fear. Passive. If, if you're a fullback coming against Messi, Messi should be striking. Messi stri- wasn't even playing. Was was Messi, should, Messi, Messi, should, I lie, Messi should be striking fear into you. Alphonse Davis had no fear that day. Because they were winning. Just, apart from maybe the first 20 minutes, he had no fear. He was just running straight past they were And in that first 20 minutes, Barcelona missed chances. Could they, it looked like one point like Barcelona could actually do something in that game. Could have, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Messi, Ronaldo, we know Messi's better than Ronaldo. It's his case. Here's, before we conclude, um, do you think Lomachenko was overrated? No, I don't think he's overrated. I think at that kind of weight, um, boxing is a, it's more of an art form. Did he bat? Did he bat more than he could chew? No, I think he just was too passive. Communities. It was too passive. And uh, this is what people overreact to losses. They do. Good at you. Bit too much. I, I don't overreact to losses. Microwave error. That's but what people. Who do I overreact to? I don't overreact to wins. That's why I don't. Mm. I'm not there just mm. shouting out mm. everyone. I just. Had a good good couple of weeks nah, in the what, bubble. What I would say with the overrated thing, if people generally thought he was on the level of Mirvan Pacquiao, those guys at that point, then yes, he was overrated. But just generally speaking, he's not. He's he was already an all time great boxer, but he's not a. He wasn't I, a good level boxer. Like those obviously, guys Lemonchenko is. A, I it seems like Lemonchenko just fights whoever anywhere. It seems like a man that would just fight anyone anywhere. I don't think he's really picky about who he fights and the time he fights and, and what he's because technically, if he picks his fights at the right time, he could be undefeated if he really wants to. You know, all his fighters find a way. If he had a, if he was strategic with who he fights and none of the time he fought them, he'll be undefeated. Mm. He fought a twenty-three-year-old boxer chomping at the bit, bigger than him. But the thing is, he, he had nowhere to go really. I mean, he's gonna fight one of these guys. He has to fight. Look, that's what's happening in this era. It's no, no, different. He had, he had to fight one. Of these. He hadn't cleaned up divisions. I mean, he hadn't not divisions. Obviously, he cannot think the earlier two, but he hadn't been cleaning up consistently to, to where he had nowhere is to go. Is this the best weight for him to fight? Um, there's guys like this probably not I mean yeah there's probably not the best division for him to fight see that's uh, yeah, well, well maybe Floyd is better than him but at the end of the day Lomachenko's not overrated you know how many, how many Lomachenko's gonna be remembered as an all time great of course you know how many divisions Floyd won belts in 
what, five, four? Five. Yeah, do you know how many was Lily Wayne? Four. Oh, wow, man. It's night and day. It's night and day. It's night and day. Are you fighting fat men like Ricky Hatton? Ricky Hatton was in the prime of his career in football. He was undefeated. Don't get twisted. Ricky Hatton was in the prime of his career, bro. He was on, on par to be basically, he probably might be a top five British fight all the time. He was on par to be maybe in the top, go, go a bit better if he was able to defeat Floyd. Don't get twisted. He was I in the prime, he was in the prime of his career. He was undefeated. He was 39 and 0. Fury's my favourite. I remember in primary school. Boxer I remember in primary school, all the guys were voting for. Um, <laughs> of course they're going to vote for Ricky. And I was like, nah, Floyd. <laughs> I don't know. He just did that because he's black. That's right. <laughs> don't, but, tell, don't tell me about um, my guy. Uh, is the best boxer right now. In the whole sport? Whole the sport. He's not pound for pound. The best boxer right He's now. not pound for pound. He's I the mean, best boxer right the now. The pound for pound guys was, top four was probably Fury Fourth, Canelo, and there's Crawford, and there was Lomachenko. The only three of those guys you can mix up. Speaking of Crawford, he's, he's going to fight Kel Brook November the 14th. He's beat Kel Brook. I'm upset because Kel Brook is going to get destroyed. Well, I hope he wins, but he's training something coming. That is crazy. But we'll touch on that in the next episode. I think we've digressed too much. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching Two Man Game. Been true. New sense, you know, new sense, new beginnings. I love it. Hit, love it. Oh God, we, we spoke for too long. Stop. Right, yeah. Hello. I, I, I need to be on bed. <laughs> <laughs>